0: So hey guys and welcome back to the Clutterbug podcast. We're going to talk about organization again today. I know that's what we always talk about, but specifically today we are going to talk about how you can use technology to help you get a little bit more organized. So thanks again for joining me today and I wanted to mention that Tomorrow is the first day of our Clutterbug series. So we're having a new series called What Clutterbug Are You?, where I'm going to be featuring a lot of videos talking about the different organizing styles and specifically tips and tricks that you can use to get organized if you are one of these styles, which most people fit into one of these categories, or you can be, I guess, a combination of a few of these bugs. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I want you to go and take a test on my website. You can go to clutterbug.com. And I want you to go to a little tab that says, what clutter bug are you? And take that test, see what your organizing style is, and then come on back. We're going to do a podcast and a video for each of the different bugs. So that starts tomorrow. We're starting with a butterfly. So I want you to come on back for that. But today we're talking about technology. And I wanted to talk about Different ways that you can use technology in your life to save you time to just get more organized. And I think that's what organization is really about, honestly. It's about saving you time. It's about making your life easier and technology does that exact same thing. I mean, we have dishwashers, so we don't have to hand wash and we have washing machines, so we don't have to rub it on a rock or whatever it is that people did before they had washing machines. And we have other technology that's coming out every day and they save us little bits of time in our life here and there. So I wanted to talk about a few of my favorites and how I use them, but I have to start with a disclaimer. I'm like, I'm a tech junkie. I love new technology. I like trying it. I like buying it. And I am not like a super cool tech nerd, though. I don't actually really know how to use it. I know nothing about how it works. I'm pretty technically challenged. The fact that I'm working this computer to do a podcast is a miracle, it's the, I mean, the irony isn't lost on me, the fact that for a living, I do social media when I can barely run a computer. And so, uh, yeah. But that being said, I'm pretty addicted to new tech. And the reason is it is making my life easier. And that's what, for me, it's all about. It's about saving me time on the mundane crap that I don't like doing. It's making my life easier. I'm busy. I'm running a business from home. I have three kids. I have pets. I have extracurricular activities. I mean, there's enough going on in my life that if I can find something that I don't have to spend uh, oodles of money on, but it can save me time and work and effort each and every day, I'm all over that. All freaking over it. So, I am a, definitely a tech junkie. So, let's talk about a few of the, my favorites. My favorite techie things that I use to get more organized and make my life easier. And the first I want to talk about is my Echo Dot. I, I now have a new Echo too that I just got for my birthday. So like a big Echo speaker. I don't even know what it's called. See, I'm, I'm technically challenged. I'm sure there's a name for the big one. But uh, it's an, an Alexa from Amazon. And uh It's basically like a speaker that surfs the web, I guess, and connects to Amazon. And I started with the Dot. And I would say I've probably had the Echo Dot for about two years now. This little Alexa device. Okay, so it's actually hurting me just even thinking about how to describe this thing to you. You probably know... Uh, exactly what I'm talking about. But if you don't, I want to try to describe it the best way that I can. And basically it's a little speaker. You can either get the bigger speaker or the small speaker and it sits somewhere in your home and you talk to it basically just exactly the same way you would your phone. And why I find this really convenient is I don't often have my cell phone with me while I'm walking around the house. I usually have it charging in the bedroom. And so I love the fact that I can have these little, tiny devices in my kitchen or in the bedroom and I can say things like Alexa how many teaspoons are in a cup or what's the weather going to be like today and I can add my calendar to it and set reminders and this is probably one of my like most used ways that I do this. I also do this on your phone so you you definitely don't need to have a um sort of like Amazon or a Google. Google makes a device exactly like the Amazon Echo. They make a Google Home or a Google Mini, which does the same thing. But really, you don't need these to achieve the same thing. You can do this from your phone. But what I've done is add, you know, my Google Calendar to all my different devices. So I've set it up on my laptop and my Alexa and my phone So when I give myself a reminder, it's emailed to me and I'm getting a notification on all my devices, my iPad, you know, it doesn't matter what sort of device that I'm on. They're all getting the same same notification because they're all signed up on my same Google account, my Google calendar account. So this is probably one of, if not the most effective way that i'm using technology to get organized. And it's because i'm constantly having these thoughts in my brain like i'm like oh man i should you know write this awesome blog post idea that just popped into my head and if i don't immediately write that down it i'm going to forget about it. And even if i write it down i may lose that piece of paper. I mean my office looks like sticky notes, post-it notes have exploded. But those post-it notes are not as effective as the notifications that I receive. So I've been like using reminders like crazy. And I love being able to use an Amazon little dot as a way of doing reminders because I can just say, Alexa, remind me next Tuesday to email Paul about that student thing we're working on or whatever it is that you're, that made sense to me. It probably made no sense to you, but it totally made sense to me. And then so next Tuesday at 10 a.m., I'm going to get a notification about the reminder that I just said with my voice. Or if I'm, you know, having someone over for coffee and they're like, hey, let's go to the movies next Saturday, I can immediately add it to my calendar without having to look for my phone or or do any of that I can do it with my voice so this is a big deal for me because it is connected to all of my devices so it doesn't really matter if I'm at the doctors with my phone or if I'm down in the office they all are connected to the same Google Calendar which means they're all connected to the same reminders you can do the same thing with notes you can add notes to yourself but I really like using the reminder the Google reminder because I'm going to get notifications and pop-ups at a specific time that I, that I tell it to do. And of course, you can add dates and things to your calendar too. So that's one of my favorite ways that I use my little Amazon um, Alexa dot, I guess. You can also, and again, you don't need to have the dot. You can also have the Google Home or the Google Mini. There's so many different things that you can do with it. It controls our lights. It controls our heat. Like it controls the thermostat. It controls my Roomba. It controls so many different smart devices, which are very cool. And yes, save you a little bit of time. But probably another one of my favorite things that I do with it is I use it to listen to podcasts and I use it to listen to audiobooks. And I listen to podcasts and audiobooks while I'm doing really like mundane things you're obviously doing the same thing right now. You're listening to a podcast. Maybe you're driving or maybe you're cleaning the house or maybe you're, I don't know, whatever it is that you're doing, you've obviously realized that a podcast can really help you get more done during that time because your body's sort of on autopilot. So you're listening to something. So you've sort of tuned out the physical thing that you're doing. I have definite ADHD. When I'm trying to make dinner, I leave often. And I don't mean to. You know, I'll start a pot boiling and I'll get insanely bored and maybe I'll empty the dishwasher or I'll like do something. But then I walk away. I leave because the dish I can't watch a (laughs) a pot boiling. I can't be frying something and and sit there. I go stir crazy. So what used to always end up happening was I would burn dinner or the pot would overflow, you know, and, and wreck the stove. And it was like a crazy thing and it would always happen. It's sort of a joke. Yeah, Cass burned everything. Ha ha ha. She can't focus. As soon as I started listening to podcasts and audiobooks while cooking, suddenly I didn't feel that urge to get bored and get distracted and to start doing other things and start doing other tasks. And then I realized something else. I was getting my housework done in record time. And it was the distractions while mopping, while vacuuming, while dusting, while putting away laundry, especially putting away laundry. It was those little distractions because I was bored of the mundane task that made it so much longer than it actually had to. I would wander off while putting away laundry. I would do this little thing and that. I'd be putting away the socks and then suddenly I'd be reorganizing the sock drawer or then I'd be like, oh yeah, I need to add Windex to the shopping list and I'd be in the kitchen and then I'd notice there was a mess on the counter and I'd start doing that. And And when I finally got back to the laundry, it'd be like an hour later and I'm like, oh my gosh, putting away laundry takes forever. But it was because I couldn't focus on it. It was just way too boring, let's be honest. As soon as I started listening to audiobooks and podcasts while putting away laundry, I was putting away the laundry like a champ. Like super fast. And I realized I wanted to keep listening to the book, so then I would carry on doing other little tiny tasks around the house. Maybe I would declutter the junk drawer or I'd organize this or that. I'm telling you, when I have a new audiobook, my house is sparkly clean. And I'm listening to a book at the same time. And the best part is, you don't have to necessarily, I definitely have my phone, I have my wireless headphones, which was a really great tech investment, let me tell you. Really great tech investment is some wireless headphones, you can cut the grass, you can walk around the house, you don't have to be strapped to your phone. But I also like having these little echoes or dots, because it doesn't matter what room I'm in or what device I listen to it last on, it picks up wherever I am and starts playing again. So. So those are a couple of ways how I absolutely love using my little Echo Dot to, I guess, get more done, really, and organize my thoughts, declutter my brain, just by saying it and putting it into that technology to be reminded about things later, or using it to totally distract myself from horrible, everyday, mundane tasks. So moving on, a little bit uh, more technology that I love and i am pretty much addicted to. I mean, you guys already know, but I'm a huge fan of a Roomba. And the first time I purchased a Roomba was, I think about, I, I want to say, eight or nine years ago, and it was pretty darn life-changing. I remember picking one up for a hundred dollars. It was on clearance. It was the very first model that ever came out. I had never even heard of it before. Our vacuum broke. I needed one. I saw this robot vacuum. I impulsively picked it up, came home with it, charged it, pushed that button, and have not looked My favorite thing about it is obviously it cleans your floor without you having to pull out the vacuum, which is pretty amazing in itself. But it saves you so much cleaning time in other ways. And I'm going to talk quickly about how those, what I mean by that. So my Roombas, I have a lot of them, but my main Roomba upstairs runs every single day. It starts at 8 a.m. It cleans my all my floor within an hour. And then at night before I go to bed, I usually run it again just to get those crumbs from after dinner. Let me tell you, I don't even own a broom. Like, there is not a broom in this house. I don't own one. I'm very lazy. And if the kids spill crumbs or the dog comes in with leaves all over, I'll just push that Roomba button and it takes care of it. I rarely bring out the vacuum if, (laughs) I'm going to be honest, if ever. Sometimes I'll use it to do the stairs, but I have a little hand vac that I use. And occasionally I will use it to vacuum the furniture. Not as often as I should occasionally, but 90% of the time... 99% of the time, it's just my Roomba vacuuming my floors, and they are always spotless. But even more than that, here's the great thing about having your floors vacuumed daily you hardly ever have to dust your furniture. It must be that the dust I mean, I remember having to dust all the time, and I've even noticed there are times where I don't run my Roomba or it gets stuck on something and I just like leave it for a few days, and the dust builds up on my dressers and my surfaces and my furniture. And it's because most of that dust is coming from your floor and it's getting like stirred up while you walk or, or maybe through the furnace and it's landing on your, your furniture. So when you vacuum your floor every single day, and and again, sometimes it vacuums twice a day, you rarely have to dust. So not only are you saving time on the vacuuming, but you're saving time on the dusting too. And your house just basically perpetually stays clean. I'm not talking about tidy. I mean, kids still drop their junk and there's still clutter that accumulates with day-to-day living. I'm talking about like the actual cleaning part. Vacuuming is a time-consuming thing. Dragging it out, vacuuming the house It can be a time-consuming thing, but for me, dusting was the really time-consuming thing. Moving things and dusting and picture frames and and the top of surfaces and dressers, that took way more time than actually dusting. And I hardly ever have to do that anymore. So you're kind of getting a double whammy. I mean, it's not going to eliminate all the dust from your home, but I can promise you it's going to eliminate most of it. If your floors are perpetually clean and dust-free your surfaces will be too, without you having to dust them all the time. Okay, so I also have the Brava mop. Now, I'm gonna be honest, I don't use this as much as I do my Roombas. It's a little bit more of a pain in the butt, and honestly, I don't mind quickly grabbing out my little spot mopper and and doing a quick spot mop, but I do run this every day in the bathrooms. I just set it down, I push a button, I walk away, I come back, my bathroom floors have been mopped. And I have to tell you, it's a little bit of joy in my life. It's one like less thing that I have to do. And that is what technology is all about. I mean, we have dishwashers. We have washing machines. We have things to save us from doing the time. I feel like... A Roomba and a like a mopping jet are just like the next part of that when it comes to technology, the George Jetson style life. I mean, soon we're gonna have cars that drive us. Of course, we would have robots that do our housework. And yes, they are expensive. I mean, you can find them secondhand, though a lot of people get rid of them because they they don't they feel they're too noisy or they're just not liking them for whatever reason. So you can pick these up secondhand quite often, but I truly feel that this is an investment that can save you a ton of time and you deserve it. They last for years and they really do cut down on your cleaning time. If you really love having clean floors and you're sick of bringing out the vacuum every day, treat yourself to a little bit of technology with a robot vacuum. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. So lastly, I wanted to talk about an app that I actually really like. Now, there are a lot of apps to get organized. There is Trello, and there's a lot of different things that can help organize your to-do lists and all of these things digitally, but honestly, I don't use them. I'm not really technically savvy, and I struggle to use those things, but there is an app that I use all the time that I wanted to share with you, and it's called Flip. It's F L I P P, and it's a free app. And it's not really about, I guess, organizing. It is an app that gathers all the flyers from your area and sort of puts them together in one searchable and usable app and i have this on my phone and i use it for price matching so if i'm at the grocery store and i know at a grocery store that i don't usually go to you know something's on sale i can just tag it circle it and then show it to the cashier when i'm checking out when and they can do the price matching so i get the lowest price without having to bring in a bunch of flyers or or worry about any of that But a way that I use it even more is before we buy a purchase, especially a bigger purchase, I always just search and flip and it tells me all the places that it's on sale. So if you have in your head something that you want to buy, maybe it's a treadmill, maybe it's a new computer, maybe it's even, I don't know, something small like, I don't know, brand new windshield wipers. You can see where they're on sale by searching all of your local flyers at once and it tells you exactly what it's on sale for and where to get it, like it, it searches all of the flyers. I love this app, again, it's free to use and it really does save you a ton of time and it sort of helps organize your shopping in a way, especially if you're really into flyers, clipping coupons, or you're a person who loves price matching. So I use this flip app every time before I go to the grocery store. I think about the main things we wanna buy and I see if they're on sale anywhere else. I touch them, I circle them, I store them all together and I can quickly do price matching. And again, I also use it before I go shopping for anything bigger, like maybe I'm looking for a new desk lamp or new furniture or something. I can search all of the flyers before I even leave the house in like an instant, in a millisecond and find out where these things are on sale. So I had to share that with you guys and I hope you're inspired, I guess, to use a little technology in your life. Obviously you're already doing that by listening to this podcast And, and that's exactly what I mean. Using technology in a way to make our life a little bit easier get a little more done and save us a little more time because that's what it's all about. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed and I will see you next time.